Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. The sports betting landscape from coast to coast. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back here, Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. We are here at Circus Sportsbook in fabulous Las Vegas. The fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. It is absolutely fabulous. I love it here. Uh, let's talk a little bit about what we're seeing in Denver right now as Golden State's gotten out to a quick lead, 13 to 6. Not a lot of points early on. But it feels like a different start to the game than I was anticipating. Mm-hmm. We had a fight breakout 30 seconds in. Fight. Kind of. Kind of a fight, right? And we see Draymond getting chippy with Gordon a little bit here. If I'm Steve Kerr, he's yapping over there with the mm-hmm. officials. Like, Kind of telling Draymond to keep it going, I think, to get these guys, you know, mentally broken. But and, let's, let's finish this thing. Right, exactly. And right now, 13-8, 7-15 left to go in the first quarter. Golden State now minus 6.5 at BetMGM, 220.5. So it's dropped a little bit from what the total was pre-flop, which was around 224. Well, I was just going to ask you very quickly on that because you hit a nice middle in the first game with the Bucks and the Bulls. When do you start looking for potential middle opportunity? If this thing stays to a lower pace here, like you kind of did mm-hmm. with game one, and then maybe hop in on the other half. Maybe wait to see a quarter at least play out. And then, because basically what I did is played second half over because you had such two low scoring mm-hmm. quarters. They were under, I, I believe they were at 97 points in the first half. So you're 219 and a half. That would have been 122 and a half uh, to go over that for the second half. So I was like, Okay, they might not get that, but that's a basically like a 10-point middle when you go over 111. So that's what I think you're probably going to be looking at. Maybe this is going to be a slow start, jump in, perhaps in the middle of the second quarter, or maybe wait for the whole first half to be played. That's what I usually do. All right, another turnover right now for Denver. So 13-8 to eight, uh, as we're under the seven-minute mark here early in this first quarter, but very chippy beginning to this game. So we'll keep a watchful eye there. Just had John Legaza on. Hopefully you're able to listen and watch. Great information uh, with Major League Baseball. And I do want to get to some of the games today. And one of the questions that I thought was a great question by U.S. was you look at some of these teams that we think might be sticking around for not just you know a little bit, maybe the whole season like the Giants last mm-hmm. year. But you wonder if there's some auto fades out there already early in the year but by what you've seen. And one of those teams might be the Orioles, that I think a lot of people look at them and go, I just can't play them. Right. Chris Ellis going today against Jose Suarez of the Angels. And the Angels have been a, boy, they're just a, to me, a team I can't quite figure out. What do you make of this matchup today? And do you ever get to that spot where you go, all right, even though it's laying $2, I just can't back the Orioles. So by default, I got to back the Halos. Yeah, uh, not necessarily in this spot. I would actually maybe lean a little bit Baltimore, perhaps 
on the run line, taking one and a half. Because, uh, look, uh, Ellis, uh, not a big sample size, uh, uh, 0.0 ERA, but a 574 on the XFIP. And once I think we're starting to get three starts through the rotation, when you get three or four starts through the rotation, then I think we have some numbers to go on. And that's one of the main ways I handicap baseball personally is I compare that ERA with that XFIP. And if I see, oh, this guy's got a two ERA, because a lot of people will look at that number and the numbers will be on the board. It's like a two ERA. But what if he's got like a five on the XFIP, which is, I think, more indicative of how a pitcher is really pitching, then you want to exploit that differentiation I don't know if I necessarily think Suarez is a $2 pitch. Well, I know the Orioles are bad, but six and nine, they're not, you know, quite like my Cincinnati Reds, who are two and 13 right. uh, ever since uh, uh, Phil Castellini, the son of the uh, Red Zone Bob Castellini, said, Where are you going to go? Well, they're not going to go to the ballpark and they're not going to go to the window to bet this team. By the way, the Reds are up four to one, though. Whoa. Maybe you get win number three here, Whoa. Dave, on the Major League Baseball season. But. I think I think it was Josh Towers actually that did bring up a good point on the Orioles and some of these teams that get disrespected when you're going for the sweep you can maybe kind of take it for granted and that's not the scenario here but just to keep an eye on throughout the rest of the season with the Baltimore Orioles they get disrespected in that third game and and you can get got in in these series so you know, the Orioles actually go in for the sweep in this spot. But I think it, it Suarez, Man. the way $2, I'm not going to do it. So I would lean Orioles or pass. You know, it's interesting. And again, if you're listening, you can't see it. But one of our, I think one of the great things in one of our graphics that we have now is we show you the return on investment on these teams early in the season. Mm-hmm. Now, you've been playing the Orioles. You're actually up money. Because they're always big dogs like this. That's right. And, and the Angels, by the way, even though they're above 500, uh, their return on investment rate has minus yeah. $1.70. So... The Angels are so perplexing for me. And by the way, I was almost going to dip my toe in the Angel water this year, and I didn't. And I'm glad I didn't because they would be frustrating as all. They are always a disappointment, and I have learned that lesson from a Beeson resident Angels fan, John Von Tobel's like, they're always going to disappoint you. Yes. Don't, don't do it, Wes. I was like, hey, what do you think? Maybe uh, over 84 season wins on these guys. Don't do it. That's, because that's what the Angels always do. They always get that big I free agent, it. that I'm big shiny new toy. A couple of years ago, it was Rendon. Oh, this yeah. year, it's Thor, Noah Syndergaard. But the Angels just don't have the depth, I think, in the starting pitching. And they don't really have the depth really across the lineup. Well, very quickly, to that end, if you're an Angel backer, right, maybe you want to look at some adjusted totals as we go along in the season. Is Anthony Rendon ever going to be the Rendon that they paid for? Because when he, when the Nationals won the World Series, the Astros couldn't get him out. Mm-hmm. He was literally the guy that killed them mm-hmm. in that series. Do you? Is this like what's happened to him? Is this just it's not working out yet? Joe Madden's got to figure out how to push the buttons on this guy. We know he's uber talented for those of us in the D.C. area that watched him when he came over. But this is not who the Angels thought they were getting. No, it's not, and that's why so much pressure is always on Trout and Otani. And why, you know, like Mike Trout this year, I think has four home runs, but only has five RBIs. So All solo you know, shots. Because, because, because they can pitch around these guys. Right. It's like, okay, these are the two guys that can hurt us. Let's make Rendon hurt us. Let's make these other guys down in, in the uh, rest of the lineup uh, for the Angels. Let's like uh, Walsh hurt us or Suzuki hurt us. And when they can't do it, the Angels all of a sudden become very pedestrian. I'm glad I did not do that. I'm frustrated just thinking that I was going to play that over and I did not play it. Uh, let's get to a team that, again, that I try to take my heart out of it at the beginning of the year. That'd be the Metropolitans. And again, we talk about auto fade teams. And, and, you know, some people like that theory, others do not. The D backs to some have become an auto fade team because they just don't score runs. They did beat the Metropolitans last night. Tyler McGill has been shoving early on for the Metropolitans this year. Mad Bum's back out there for Arizona. So it's not the same Mad Bum you're going to have in your San Francisco glory days. But here, would you be enticed to take him at plus $1.50, thinking that McGill at some point might return because maybe he's been pitching a little bit over his skis so far? Uh, the market certainly, and this has already moved, I think, a little bit too much. It would be Diamondbacks or nothing just playing against the steam here. But if you look, uh, uh, the Diamondbacks, the offense is starting to show at least a little bit of life the last four games mm-hmm. because uh, – you look, they're, they're batting 180 as a team, uh, so they have not been good, but they've been a little bit better. The Mets have kind of been the elixir, at least for this offense. Yeah. But if you look, the Mets have kind of had some trouble with the D-back starters in this series. They've gotten to the bullpen, but Zach Gallon held them to uh, one run over five innings on Friday. Castellanos, two runs over five yesterday. So 
Mad Bum, I'm looking at the peripherals, though, and he's 138 on the ERA, and he's about a little less than five on the fielding independent pitching. So you got to think that there's going to be some regression. However, he is better at down in uh, Phoenix at their ballpark than he is on the road. And he's really always been that historically. So Mets uh, have been having trouble though, hitting the starters. So what I may look at, because I'm not sure if this Arizona resurgence on offense is for real, or it's just an aberration or kind of a blip. I would lean a little bit under, a little bit first five under. We, we talked, go. though, about the unders. Everybody's going to keep betting them until they don't come through. And as you can see, Arizona's hitting this year 4-11 and 11 to the under. So only averaging, I believe, 3.13 runs a game. I didn't bet this game. That'd be the way I'd look, though. Uh, Metropolitan, I don't know if it's the best in baseball, but the ROI in the Mets almost 475. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've been just making pretty yeah, money they, so well, far well, early they've been, on the they've been beating up on the bad teams. They, they started, I think, what, they take three or four in the opening series Against from the Washington. Nats, and that's what you have to do. you got to beat up when when you get the Reds and when you get the Diamondbacks and, and the Nationals and these type of teams. you got to beat them up and take care of business. They've been doing just that. Maybe the game of the day still on the docket uh, might be the Dodgers against the Padres. And Clayton Kershaw, if he has a no-no or a perfect game through seven, He's coming out of the game. Don't get me started. <laughs> Sean and I is going to go for the Padres here. Uh, I, I look at this one and I go, man, the double dog daring you to just delay the dollar sixty. It may be as small a price as you'll get with Kershaw out there. What do you make of this? Because it is, you would think normally with Kershaw start. You're going to be laying at least two bucks. Yeah. But it's only a dollar sixty because of who the Padres have out there. This is a weird thing too. Clayton Kershaw, like three ERA, but you look at the XFIP, only point eight three wow. on the XFIP. So uh, he's gotten a little bit of a resurgence here. The whole key for the Padres, I think, if they actually want to be a viable contender in the NLS, you got to beat the Dodgers. They did not do it last year. They were seven and twelve against the Los Angeles Dodgers. So you got to beat the best team in your division. Uh, Dodgers, I believe, uh, 10-0 perfect run against the Padres when they open a $1.40 favorite or higher. Number probably is about right. Kershaw, of course, is always going to see money. I'm interested to see Sean Manaya how he handles this lineup because they've had a little bit of success against him mm-hmm. over the years. So uh, uh, this is not a game. I don't necessarily want to fade uh, Kershaw, but... I don't necessarily want to lay a bad number here. I think when you're chasing bad numbers, that gets a little bit rough here. So uh, uh, Kershaw would be my lean, but I'm not going to bet it. You saw the return on investment for both these teams really solid to begin this year. And you can understand with both teams already having 10 wins early on in the Major League Baseball season. Do you look at that as as just kind of one of those trends that can be your friend, but maybe not get married to it? But again, both yeah. these teams so far have been very profitable if you've been playing. No, they, they absolutely have. And... Uh, you know, Manaya, I think, trying to get more used to this lineup a little bit. He's had, a, uh, I think, some good success or at least some luck on the peripherals because if you look, only 196 batting average balls in play, and that's another thing I like to look at as well because that often indicates, okay, you got really good defense behind you, and some guys will have high numbers on the BABIP or batting average balls in play, whatever you want to call it. Because balls are getting through holes. So that's something you're going to want to look at throughout the season. Update from Denver. Not a score update, but an attendance update. Russell Wilson, Sierra, in the house. Trying to ingratiate himself to the new community there. Smart move by Russ. What do we say? Go Hawks? R- Russ is that's... a very good politician. Go go Bronx. Back here on VSIN in just a minute. The Sports Betting Network. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. 
I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and expect. Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, dance. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex-
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Back alongside Wes Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. This is Betting Across America right here on Beeson. Got some action going on in Denver after that early mm-hmm. lead, I believe 13-6 to by Golden State. That seven-point lead has been flipped, and now Denver up 6, 23-17, under two minutes to go here in the first quarter, and the pace has greatly slowed down. Yeah, and you would expect, at least early on, that you're going to get an effort from the Denver Nuggets, and maybe that chippiness is inspired. It certainly has inspired Nikola Jokic, by the way, of the 23 points that the Denver Nuggets currently have. Nikola Jokic has 18 of them. Whoa. Six of eight from the floor. He's had a couple threes, already 18 and six, so... He's doing what he can do, and I know he got, you know, a little bit of heat from some of the guys in the post game about Jokic, you know, oh, that that he didn't do enough. The man went for 37 and 18, and uh, he, there's a lot of physicality Whoa, there. Him and, him, and, him and Steph, Steph uh, kind of got into it. I, I don't know. It's not all the Warriors initiating oh. it either. I think it's Jokic initiating some of this content, uh, or contact, that, rather. I think that call was on Steph. It looked like Jokic was going to set a screen, and then mm-hmm. it looked like something either out of MMA or WWE Yeah, there's about a, to ensue. There, there's a uh, break in the action here because Steve Kerr is going to challenge uh they're trying to get this officiating, I think, you know, and, and this is this has been very chippy early on. And Denver, of course, up against it, being down three nothing. So twenty three to seventeen. Let me uh, see if I can try to find a live price for you here at BetMGM. And uh, right now, uh, Golden State, I believe uh, they yeah, they OK, they've taken it off the board. Yep. I think they're waiting on the uh, result of this challenge. But nevertheless, just under two minutes left to go in the first quarter. Nuggets, 23-17. Waiting on our first final in Major League Baseball. But if they had the Yankees today, I'm going to tell you that you can cash that ticket. 10 nothing in the ninth mm-hmm. over the Guardians. So a breakout performance so, for the Yanks. So uh, the uh, New York Post and all the tabloids there in New York do not have to panic or regarding Garrett down. Cole. They just calm down for a yeah. day. So we'll see how that plays the out. The panic, though, might be with uh, Red Sox Nation, though, because another disappointing start for Rich Hill, even though they got out to a 2-0 lead. 5-2, yep. uh, McClanahan does get the win. Nice uh, seven-inning outing after a shaky first inning. Adjusted, seven strikeouts, six hits, only gave up those two earned in the first inning. So Rays get another win over the Red Sox. Uh, Colorado, by the way, gets the win over Detroit, 6-2. to two. Those are your current finals, I believe, uh, where is the okay? It is the top of the ninth here, so that's about to go final. Yankees right. up ten zip. And very quickly, uh, twenty-one nothing yesterday. Cubs over the uh, Buckos today. Buckos up early, three to two in the third. So uh, look, they always say momentum is just as good as tomorrow's starting pitcher. So exactly, much better turnaround here so far for the Pirates. Did want to get to something we were mentioning at return on investment. If you're watching us here on Veasan, you'll see those numbers pop up on our screen when we give you some baseball handicaps. But we want to make sure that there is a clarification between return on investment and mm-hmm. pure profit. Yeah, and uh, our, our buddy Chris Zanuck, who you may know as Las Vegas Chris, appears on this network from time to time. I know on Gil Alexander's show, a numbers game, uh, very good better, not only personally, but also as a contest better. And he was trying to distinguish, or at least for newer betters, you know, profit is basically profit. Profit and ROI are two different things there. Return on investment is basically based on the return rate that you get based on how much you bet your investment amount. So ROI, if you look at it, like when you're judging numbers, obviously. And here's an example. Your, right here un- the your units one is going to tell you, okay, this is how much money you won or however you, however you estimate it. And you're also going to look at ROI when you're judging the percentage return is usually going to be about 5 to 10%. So it doesn't necessarily say 
hey, this is what your profit is, but it's just distinguishing those terms a little bit because there are some, you know, handicappers and some uh, that are in the selling of their picks, the service advisory Mm -hmm. or the tout business that are going to point out, hey, this is what my ROI. Well, that also, you know, kind of can mask a little bit of your winning percentage. Like if you're losing, if your ROI is okay, you can you know, kind of beef you, it up you can bit. mess with the numbers. You can cook the books a little bit, but uh, ROI, it is, it is a useful thing, but it's like, you know, when you've got people saying, okay, their return on investment is like plus 15 units. It doesn't tell you how much those units are. Right. So it doesn't necessarily tell you how much money you're winning or what units you're betting on a game. You know, if I'm betting a hundred dollars or if I'm betting $30 right. or whatever it is. So, uh, just keep in mind when you see those numbers and you're kind of evaluating people in their work. And so, again, that's what you're going to see when we have that on our screens here. That's exactly the difference there between return on investment versus pure profit. Right now, if you had Xander Shoffway and Patrick Cantlay, and this is something we talked about in the first hour, and when we came on the air, I believe it was 7-1, to one, if you thought that Billy Horseshoes, Horschel, and Sam Burns could catch him. Now, remember, they started off the day seven shots back of the leaders. Mm-hmm. Now... You're never rooting for collapses, but, boy, you felt like there was no way that Cantlay and Shoffley could give up this lead. But right now, they've been stuck in the mud, at least in the front nine, and Horschel and Burns, as they played the 12th hole, are one shot back. So what looked like a foregone conclusion right now is anything but. Right. And those numbers obviously have changed dramatically. And now that market we talked about without uh, Cantlay and Shoffley when they had a four and five shot lead, being that they only have a one shot lead, now that has been removed as uh, Horschel and Burns are going to miss that birdie. Ooh. So currently 29 under for Shoffley and Cantlay. They are currently minus $4 at BetMGM. My pony was uh, Sam Burns and Billy Horschel, and they were 13 to one when I took them pre flop. They're now three to one. They are one back at 28 under and just looking down this leaderboard because it was when I looked at it last, it was 31 uh, minus 31 for Shoffley and Cantley and minus 26 for uh, Billy so O and Sam bogey. Burns. Yeah, absolutely. So they have gotten back. I uh, can't land Shoffley even par Woo. on their round today. And this of course is the alternate shot format third place right now. There is some difference. That is Aaron Ryan, David Lipsky. They are currently 25 under par. 150 to one at BetMGM, and then Brandon Grace and Garrick Higo, the two South Africans, they are 24 under. So 400 to one, I believe, is the price at BetMGM. So essentially, this looking really like a two-guy tournament. Uh, also, Davis Riley, Wills Wills Alatoris in at 23 under. Doc Redman and Sam Ryder out there are 23 under. So. Right now, you got two teams separating two uh, relatively chalky teams. Shoffley and Cantlay, one of the favorites here. I think they were plus 650, I believe, pre-flop to Man. go ahead and win this thing. And now Horschel and Burns were doubled at 13-1. to So all of a sudden, I got a live ticket at least for an outright win. I had a couple uh, over in Spain this morning on the DP World Tour. That did not work out. Finished second and fourth to a guy, Pablo Lara Thobble, who shot 62. Uh, Brandon Grace and uh, Garrett Higo, but by the way, have gone back-to-back birdies. They're at 25 under so right now they are tied for third. And again, we bring this up because we kind of wondered out loud. It looks like Cantlay has got a short birdie opportunity here to get this team back to, to 30 under for the tournament, which would only be one under for the day. We mm-hmm. wondered if they could shoot even par as a team. Because alternate shot format, people, if you're just tuning in here or you happen to be watching and you want to get in in-game uh, and get in this live action for golf, remember, it's not best ball. It's alternate shot. So again, if Wes and I were a team... West tees off. I got to hit it wherever West's tee ball lands. And then wherever my approach goes, that's where West is going to go. That's how the alternate shot format goes. So when you're scuffling kind of like they have been, now they do make birdie there and they have a two shot lead now back over Horschel and Burns. Boy, they've been leaking some water yeah. and giving Horschel and Burns an opportunity to get back in this Yeah, thing. and Horschel and Burns, a couple uh, groups ahead, by the way, Shoffley and Cantlay being the leaders pretty much throughout the entire event down there in New Orleans. They're in the final group, so they did just birdie that par 5 on 11. So now 30 under for uh, Patrick and Xander, Team Southern California. They have a two-shot lead over Burns and Horschel. Uh, end of the first quarter, by the way, also in Denver, 26 to 21 Golden State not a very good shooting New. performance early on 8 of 26 for 31 percent 
Nikola Jokic, I'm trying to see if he has actually outscored the Warriors by himself. He's come close, 18 points there in the first quarter for Jokic. So Denver not trying to ready to go away into that good night, at least just yet. So after 12 minutes, uh, Golden State down five, but Golden State at BetMGM minus two and a half to 11 and a half your total. Got a couple other games that we'll get to and preview later on in the program. Of course, Miami Heat, a small favorite right now at the ATL. A point and a half is what we're seeing there. And the over under there is 221. And then Phoenix, uh, interesting spot today, mm-hmm. laying two at New Orleans against the Pellies here. Very competitive game three, but a huge win. Now it's up to two and a half uh, here at BetMGM. So you're seeing a little of the money come in on Phoenix. But boy, they were that was life and death in that fourth quarter uh, in game three. I wonder if they took the Pellies' best shot or if there's more to come from New Orleans. Because if the Pelicans can get this, and Devin Booker doesn't mm-hmm. look, look like he's going to be available at all for this series, all of a sudden, this was 14-1 to 1 for the Pelicans after game one. Then when they won game two and the Devin Booker injury, look at the price now, plus 450. Right. That and, changed dramatically. And Hakeem Prophet going to give us uh, his insights on these two series that will make up our evening playoff card on the other side. All right, so come on back for that. Again, just starting that second quarter in Denver with the Nuggets holding on to a five-point lead. Come on back. It's betting across America right here in Beeson, the Sports Betting This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN is all in for the draft this week in fabulous Las Vegas. It says so right there in the script. We got a special draft preview show today, 6 p.m. Tim Murray, Sean King, they're going to break down all the first round prospects and the prop scenarios. We got expert guests, and they include, of course, our own legendary broadcaster, Brent Musburger, former NFL GM Michael Lombardi, former NFL lineman and TV host Mike Golick, and his son. The VEASAN Draft Preview Special is today, 6 p.m. exclusively on VEASAN. Don't forget to download our NFL Draft Betting Guide featuring best bets, mock drafts, everything you need to score big this draft season. Download it today for just $10. Go to VEASAN.com slash draft for more information. The Cincinnati Reds have a baseball victory, so break out the Skyline Chili, break out the Johnsonville Brats. The Reds now have their third win of the season, 4-1 to your final score, and uh, Denver Nuggets trying to go on the way to a win here. Bones Highland with the three here, 10 minutes ago in the second quarter. 34 to 21 Denver. This is, by the way, they've expanded this lead with Jokic on the bench to start the second quarter. So uh, Denver Nuggets, at least uh, not willing to be swept no. here on their home floor. They are now the favorites at BetMGM minus two and a half to 12 and a half your current total. Very quickly, uh, my buddy Danny Graves, the all-time saves leader in the history of the Cincinnati Reds. He won't confirm this publicly, but I'm going to out him. He says Skyline Chili is trash. He's not wrong. Is it trash? It's not that great. <laughs> uh, it is always a pleasure to have a keen profit rejoin the program. Follow him on Twitter as I do at ski profit does a great job handicapping the NBA. Akeem, welcome back to the program. Uh, let's get your thoughts on what you've seen so far today. We were talking a little bit uh, before we started this segment here and it's been feisty so far that the nuggets showing some fight here. Now the bulls, the bulls didn't show any fight against the Bucks, but they showed a little bit late once the game was already decided. What do you make of what we're seeing here? It kind of has more of an 80s vibe to it all of a sudden than these NBA playoffs. Yeah, I want to get back to that kind of basketball where everybody's not so friendly. You know, after the series, you can go shake hands, go hang out, do whatever you want to do. But uh, until it's over, you know, everybody's going to fight. And that's what we see from all these teams. Uh, Like you said, Denver, maybe showing a little bit of pride so far. Up 14, I see right now, not wanting to get swept. We'll see if we can see that from Brooklyn. But um, I agree with you. I want the NBA to get back to that kind of basketball. I like it. Hakeem, uh, competitive series, uh, the first of the two on the night card tonight. That will be Miami and Atlanta. Wasn't competitive in the first two games. Certainly was in the fourth quarter where Atlanta finally got one on the board. Uncharacteristic, though, for the Heat. They allowed 34 points. I believe it was 1.7 points per possession. Mm-hmm. Bo- Bogdanovich really was the guy that brought it back. And then Trey Young, the closer with the game winner, 4.4 seconds left. So when you look at this series, do you kind of think that that was just the Heat going to sleep maybe in the fourth quarter and that was an aberration? Or can this Hawks team that does have playoff experience, made it all the way to the East Finals, really make this a series going forward? I don't think it's going to be easy, like uh, probably majority of people predicted for the Heat. You got to look at this Hawks team down the stretch. I mean, earlier in the season, 
Trey Young said it. They weren't really into the games. They just wanted to make it to the playoffs where the games really mattered. Like you mentioned, they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals the year before. So uh, look at them down down the stretch, second half of the year. They had 24 games at home since January 16th. They've won 21 of them. Um, looking at how many they've covered, uh, 17 and 6. But they just got to win this game to get away with one here. And things that changed the first two games, they shot poor. They shot less than 30% in both of those games from three. They turned over the ball uh, combined 18 and a half um, times those first two games. And that was uncharacteristic for them because they're number one at taking care of the ball with a 12% turnover rate. You look at what happened in game three, they finally shot it a little better, 38% from three. Uh, they they uh, took care of the basketball a little bit better, 11 turnovers, and they came away with the win. In my opinion, I think they have the best player in the, on the floor in Trey Young. And whenever you have Trey Young on your team, you know, you have a chance to win. So Hawks at the house again, have to look their way. Well, we know that if the Hawks don't win, they don't cover. So, again, uh, if you like the Hawks today, you might want to take the money line. That's just the way it's gone. This team, by the way, 28-14, and 14, they have really had a pronounced home and road split. Right. Have the Atlanta Hawks. So, uh, uh, we shall see maybe if this is going to be an under. That's kind of where I was looking. I did not bet this, but... Atlanta, have they broken out of their slump? I know the half-court offense, I think it was fourth worst, or the worst really right now in the postseason at 94.8, but maybe they discovered something late finally against Certainly, Miami. It's been trending to the under, but again, let's see if the Hawks can break out offensively a little bit with what we saw in that fourth quarter. Akeem, I'm very interested, obviously, in what's going to happen today between Phoenix and New Orleans, something Wes and I discussed a little bit. Uh, you know, you look at New Orleans, I wonder, did, did Phoenix take their best shot and realize, even without Devin Booker, that if if we can play the way we do, whether we got D Booker or not, and they're not going to have him here for Game Four. That New Orleans' best, even at home, is not good enough to beat Phoenix. What do you make of this? As the number has gone up to two and a half points now for Phoenix today. Oh uh, well, just really quick before I get into that, with the the point you made about the total, you know, I've heard Nate McMillan say it before. He even mentioned in his recent interview they want to avoid that Hawks set defense. So you can expect the Hawks to play at an up tempo pace. Mm. And for uh, this game here, I think, you know, you've seen the Suns all year long. It hasn't really mattered who's been in the lineup. Uh, if you disregard those games to end the year where they already had the one seat locked up, you know, they've been able to chug right along. They win whether Devin Booker's in there, whether Chris Paul's hurt. So, you know, I think the defense is what will be um, the deciding factor in this one. I can't get there with the spread. I can give you a list of props I'm looking at. One that I played, um, I'll start with CJ. CJ over his rebounds and assists. If you look at so far this series, he's averaging more like 13.9. The number you have for today is 10 and a half. And on the season, he averages 10.3. Um, but he's playing like 33 minutes per game. They're bumping that up in the playoff. The rotation shortens and he's playing 40 plus minutes per game. So he's cleared that number each time. So CJ over 10 and a half rebounds and assists is the way I'm looking to play this one. Uh, other than that, seems like nobody can stop Ingram. Four of his last five games, he's went over the 25.5 point number. And so far in this series, he's averaging closer to 30. So I like B.I.'s points. I like C.J. rebounds and assists. And that's how I'm looking to play this game. It's, it's tough. If I like the other side, I probably would look towards Chris Paul's points. He's averaging 25 points so far in this series. And without Devin Booker, you know, they need a superstar uh, talent that they can lean on who can get him over the hump and take him to the finish line. So I would play Chris Paul over 20 and a half points, Ingram over 25 and a half points. And I did play CJ over 10 and a half rebounds and assists. Hakeem, do you think Willie Green at New Orleans is just going to kind of stick with these small lineups? Apparently they have been working Phoenix really in the transition defense. They haven't been able to stop these guys. They've been been able to work against the small ball that New Orleans has played with uh, eight and down low and kind of, okay, let's just beat them with more offense. Uh, we're just going to outscore them, you know, even if we can't stop them. Do you think Willie Green is going to stick just going with these small lineups? It seems like he didn't have a choice. It seems like he didn't have a choice. And, you know, I, I, I probably think it continues that way. And because of it, um, I, I was looking at Valanchunas. You know, his minutes on the year, he averages a little bit over 30. And um, the first game, I think he did play 30, but the last two, it was more towards 26 or 25 minutes per game. And his point prop for tonight is 15 and a half. He's only hit that, I think, one game so far this series. He's averaging 11.3 points in this series. So Valley under, uh, if we're going the route that you're thinking, you know, playing the small ball lineup. 
Uh, it's more chippiness right now, by the way, in Denver. And now it's uh, Boogie Cousins getting Well, when involved. you've got this DeMarcus is, Cousins in the game, chippiness is going uh, to follow. So 40-26, to 26, by the way, Denver leading 807 left to go in the first We'll half. keep a watch. Well, i got a couple minutes to go here with Akeem Prophet, NBA handicapper. Akeem, I do want to get to tomorrow's slate very quickly because we know, and it's been beating down our throats, that no team has ever come back from an 0-3 deficit and won an NBA series in the playoffs. What about... Brooklyn, are they dead, or do you think they actually not only have a chance to win game four, but possibly somehow make this a series still? I do think Brooklyn is dead. You know, they 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 haven't had – I'll start with the Boston side. It's really Boston what I like. They've been playing the best basketball all year long in, uh, since the start of the year. Um, they've made it to the Eastern Conference Finals, I think, three of the last four years, and they're – they're just playing great basketball. The the Nets are not. I don't see them. If you can't play defense, if you can't get a stop, you can't win the game. And Celtics are making it extremely um, uncomfortable for Kevin Durant. I don't see them winning. You know, they might win one more game, but definitely not more than that. All right. So we'll see if that series is in fact over. And very quickly, Akeem, got about uh, a minute to go here. Toronto now. I'm seeing about seven is what they're getting for game. Uh, five in Philadelphia. Is this thing going to be over tomorrow night in Philadelphia? Or are things going to get a little nervy if the Sixers can't close them out? Um, Raptors are a little too banged up. You know, I did think they could compete with the Sixers, but as it stands right now, I'm not going to be betting that game individually. I would think the Sixers close them out. I will be looking towards Maxi. You know, he's he's scoring like 30 points per game so far in this series at the house, and with Embiid's hand messed up, somebody's got to you know put a little bit more in the basket for them. All so right, Maxi. Absolutely. Hey, Keem, appreciate the time. As always, again, follow him on Twitter, as I do, at Ski Profit. Appreciate the time. Enjoy the rest of the day uh, slate here in the NBA. Thank you guys for having me, and good luck to you guys as well. There Thank we you, go. Hakeem. Uh, and very quickly right now, before we go to break, 44-29, about seven and a half minutes to go. So Denver right now, this is Boogie, he's mixing it up pretty Well, good. and this is the Bones Highland Show. Man. 11 points here, 44-29, 727 left to go in the first half. When we come back, we'll update those games, plus we'll dip our toe into the NFL draft coming up on Thursday right here in fabulous Las Vegas. Come on back, it's VC, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. 
Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using the code VEASAN200, win 200 bucks in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any MLB game, and either team simply hits a home run regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM all season long. Sign up today with the king of sportsbooks. Eligibility restrictions to apply. MLB trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada or Mississippi. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. This is Betting Across America. Speaking of baseball, Cincinnati Reds off the deck mm-hmm. with a big win today. Their third win. Here we go. Run coming together here for Cincinnati. 
It's a nasty. I like it. They have been nasty, nasty, they, awful to watch. It so, has uh, not been pretty. Well, so uh, far. Mr. Castellini said, "Where are you going to go? You're not going to the ballpark to watch this team if they don't start winning more games." There's going to be good ticket avail- available at Great American Small Park. The way things are continuing right now for the home team. Uh, let's go into the NFL draft a little bit because again, when we're done in about an hour and fifteen minutes, Tim Murray, Sean King, are going to take over, and they're going to do a great draft special for you right here in Visa. Before you make those final wagers, a reminder. They're going to pull all these things that they haven't been pulled already. Mm-hmm. They will be pulled 24 hours before the draft here in Nevada. That is not anything that the books have control over. That's just the way it's going to be. So you really have about the mm-hmm. next two days to get those wagers in, or they those prop scenarios will be off the board. I do want to get to the quarterbacks because we saw early on, and again, this is why you've said you're, you're not really that invested in the draft because the numbers switch so quickly. Two and a half was the over-under set for quarterbacks in the first round. Then that went away, and now you're kind of seeing market-wide three. Yeah, and that's predictable because usually, obviously, we've seen in previous drafts that there's always that team that gets desperate for a quarterback and and whatnot. Clearly, it looks like we're going to have two with Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett. Now, whether they have what you want to call true first-round grades, Mm. that begs the question depending on who you ask. Some say yes, some say absolutely not. There's no... A grade or no round one grade on any QB in this draft necessarily. So I think we know of two. It's all going to depend on if, okay, that's where a trade maybe can happen. Remember, it was Lamar Jackson with uh, Baltimore and they got him at the end of the first round. So is Desmond Ritter that guy or is Sam Howell that guy? And you can, whatever mocks you read, they say that maybe one of these guys could happen, but. One thing to keep in mind, all these trades that happen in these mocks uh, don't ever really seem to come to fruition. No. So, good you for know, fodder, good it, for yeah, conversation. It's obviously good for content and topics of discussion, but you have two here clearly. But look, it's feasible that you're going to see somebody like Ritter, maybe somebody like Sam Howell, depending on how you're graded. But I think the big key is who's going to be the first one and where might that first one go? So, Malik Willis is the favorite, and I think by and large, most of the evaluators say that Malik Willis is the more talented quarterback. Maybe Kenny Pickett could be more ready right away to be like an immediate contributor, Mm -hmm. but the fact that he might have a ceiling. So we've all been pointing, I think, to Carolina at the sixth pick because it's like unless they trade down from that sixth pick, they don't have any picks on the second day of the draft. So is this the chance to get a young quarterback? We know that Sam Darnold, by the way, is a free agent next year. I don't Think he's on, year I don't think he's you know, right. totally on solid ground there. So if the Carolina Panthers are going to grab one, at least in this draft, you would think the number six spot is going to be their shot. And the reason why, again, when you look at these props, and, and, and we've been trying to guide you in this as the weeks have gone, and we're getting closer and closer now to Thursday to round one, is that to get four, you go, well, that seems like a, a pretty big stretch to cash that over if you've, you have the ticket at three. Mm-hmm. But do keep this in mind. The reason why, and again, the number on wide receivers being selected is about six market wide here. So you'd have to get seven to cash that ticket. And you go, boy, that feels like a lot. But teams right now, and certainly in the wide receiver market, after the Christian Kirk contract, they might be more apt to grab more receivers in the first round to kind of reset that market and get control over these guys as first-round picks exactly. for potentially five years. To give them that extra year, certainly. And obviously, the way the league is going, it is a more pass-friendly That's league, right. never more than ever, because the rules against the defenses and just what we saw, I think what kind of changed a little bit the most of anything last season that we saw in the NFL, you had so many owners and GMs and player personnel directors that watched that Buffalo-Kansas oh, City man. game in the divisional playoff round, and it's like, we don't have one of those guys. We don't nope. have an Allen. We don't have a Mahomes that can score like that quickly. And I know, I know Jim Irsay, the Colts owner, you know, tweeted about it and was very public about it. It's like, that's what you have to have. So that was the first sign that Carson Wentz was finished in Indianapolis. <laughs> now, whether Matt Ryan can be that guy, I don't know. He was probably the best available that they could get in terms of, uh, you know, missing out, they didn't get Russell Wilson or a couple of the big ticket guys. But nevertheless, that's what you're seeing. And that's why you're seeing, I think, more of these receivers. That's right. They're kind of moving up the draft board. And, you know, basically, it's almost going to be like an over, depending on the class, every year with these guys. And that's, again, why before you go, boy, it feels like three for the quarterbacks, six for the receivers. It feels like a lot. I, I wouldn't be apt to play those unders because of that 
you got to remember that fifth year of control is so important mm-hmm. right now to GMs and, and head coaches in the National Football League. Uh, let's talk about offensive linemen because I do think that gets overlooked a little bit because you've got Aquano feels like the right guy, but Evan Neal also is a guy that could be the first offensive lineman selected. Do you think at this point it feels like Aquano has been a guy that everybody's fallen in love with yeah. since the combine? Yeah, he's been the guy that's been the mover because remember, and I talk about how these things can switch. I think it was what several weeks ago before Jacksonville franchise Cam Robinson mm-hmm. that it's like, okay, Evan Neal, lock it up. The Alabama Crimson Tide tackle, he's going to be going to Jacksonville. And now he's kind of fallen off right. a little bit. And all of a sudden you have seen uh, Aquanu from NC State be the guy. Uh, I know there's Cross from Mississippi State. I think the consensus on him is that he's more than likely third of the group. So yeah, Aquanu, you got to think at some point he is going in the top five. And the Giants, I think, clearly could use some offensive line. Have. There, there's a lot of these teams. It's like there's not one need that they need to fill. No. They have multiple needs. So if you look uh, like, uh, you know, Detroit, okay, one of the defensive end goes, goes one, you can grab one, two. Or you can get help, I think, on the defensive line. You can get help at corner if they decide to maybe sauce Gardner because mm. he's been the big mover. That's right. You know, he's probably going to be the first guy. And then where Stingley is going to go depends. And that's another one I did bet. I did bet Stingley under 11 and a half because it seems like he's moving up. He's had the injuries the last couple of years. So these teams can go so many ways, Dave. There are pass rushers up there. There are offensive tackles up there. Well, that's the interesting thing, yeah. because when you mention it, like we're assuming, and again, it's a big assumption, because a lot of things can change between now and Thursday, that Aiden Hutchinson's going to be the first pick, right, to Jacksonville, if they don't trade out. He's minus $1.75 right now to be the first pick. But it's gone down, though. Right. So now, because Trent Balky put out that smoke screen, like, hey, nobody's calling me, which says... Call me. Yes, exactly. Right, that, that's when you when you hear GM somebody say be that. desperate to go trade up for a quarterback, and and I've been Call saying me. this the last couple months here in Beeson. Everybody here is open for business, yes. in my opinion, until they say that they are not open for business. So you know they're willing. I don't think that these teams are just necessarily in love with the player. Now, what they're going to do, these player personnel directors and these GMs, VP of football operations, whatever the title is, they're going to be a lot like Bill Polian was in Indianapolis. I remember this every year. We got our guy. We got our guy. Now, you're going to, of course, say that. You don't want to be like Urban Meyer was last year where it's like, well, we really wanted this receiver, but we took ATN because they took him right before us. It's like, you don't say that. You've already <laughs> gotten off on the wrong foot with a guy that you drafted in the first round. So, of course, you're going to say you always got your guy, but we know that that's a, a load of you-know-what. Again, programming reminder, going to have our special on the NFL draft in just about two hours uh, from now when we're done. But next hour, we're also going to have Eric Edholm uh, join the program. Love having Eon to talk about everything going on in the NFL draft potentially. Very quickly. Let's just go with the theory that nothing chaotic happens at one mm-hmm. and the Jags do take Hutchinson at one. Does Kayvon Thibodeau, and I know you've got over five and a half, so you don't want this to happen. Do you think then it goes, okay, well, the best available edge guy yeah. is Thibodeau. Yeah. So that run, that mini run at one and two could happen there to Detroit. Because the theory is that if Hutchinson doesn't go one mm-hmm. and some chaotic thing happens and they trade out of that spot, that the Lions run up to the board to take a Hutchinson at two. They could, and and look, maybe if Hutchinson goes, they take Walker. The whole knock on Walker, I think he's like the potential guy. He's the defensive end that has the most potential of these top guys. Because keep in mind, another guy that's going to go in the first round, by the way, that being Jermaine Johnson, the second out of Florida or out of Florida State, was originally with the Georgia Bulldogs that's and right. had to transfer to get playing time. So it's like, okay, this is the guy that's really, really good. That's a legit top ten to fifteen pick that couldn't beat out this guy, but there's also how good was Walker because Georgia had the best defense clearly in college football. So it's like, was it a scheme thing and he was just surrounded by too much talent or can this dude be a difference maker individually? All right, we'll talk more draft here in the next hour. But by the way, if you had the under in the first half after a 26-21 first first quarter, you felt pretty good about it. All of a sudden, a ton of points happening in Denver. We'll update that. It's been chippy. It's getting exciting. Come on back. It is VC, the Sports Betting Network. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free managing your diabetes just got easier the powerful new dexcom g7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks and because dexcom g7 is the most accurate cgm system you can be confident in your food exercise and medication decisions and all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower a1c get started at dexcom.com dexcom data on file 2023 if your glucose alerts and readings from the g7 do not match symptoms or expectations use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions for a list of compatible devices visit dexcom.com dot com slash compatibility.